This is BPN Radio, your 24-hour Internet prayer station with Dale Gentry and friends. Calling America to pray. A member of the Breakout Prayer Network. Let's pray, America. It's time now for the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves here on BPN Radio. Second Chronicles 23.6 says, And all the people shall keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for the Warriors Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves. Today I've got uh, my son, my uh, nephew, not my son-in-law, my nephew, uh, Jack Mooring, my sister's oldest son, with me today. And we're going to talk about really a, what I would consider a pretty sensitive subject, but it's a subject that I believe the church needs to talk about. And so I invited one of my favorite preachers and a man that I consider very knowledgeable in the word to discuss some of these things with me today. So welcome. Thank you for being a part. Um, I also want to encourage you to um, to get involved with BPN Radio. It is a fabulous, fabulous ministry. Uh, Dale Gentry, Papa Dale Gentry, is committed to raising up prayer warriors across the nation and the world. And I would love for you to just get involved and listen more and become a part of that ministry as well. Um, Jack, I'm so happy to have you today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, I want to, um, I wrote a little bit of an article to kind of set us up. And the first line is it, it, in the article is, can God really be good when I don't have a clear understanding on everything that's happened in my life? Wow. And um, that's a tough question because there's a lot of people that, um, a lot of Christians that get saved and they give their life to Christ and they find themselves in situations where things didn't work out like they prayed for or Maybe they have a trauma or a tragedy, and um, they have to make a decision. Do I trust God or do I blame God? Yeah. And where is God in all this mix? And uh, I really just wanted you to just, you know, weigh in on this subject. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I think first of all, that's just a natural question, right? I right. mean, we're we're right. um, we're in a sinful world. Yes, uh, we're sinners saved by grace. We're, we've been made into saints, but we still have the ability to yes. sin. We still have the flesh, and I think it's a natural question. But I think that question ultimately comes from a, a lack of understanding of what the Christian life is for. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, you know, oftentimes, you know, we we. We get saved. We're so excited about knowing God and we're so excited about having a relationship with him. And somewhere along the way, it turns into us, um, you know, instead of primarily seeking after God himself, we, we start to innocently and, and sometimes just naturally seek after what God can do for us. Yeah. And it's natural. We, we know we want to become better people. You know, we want to we want to kick our habits. We want to, uh, um, we want to get that promotion. You know, we want yes. that physical healing yes. and those are all promises of God. And so we naturally just start going, Oh God, I well, thank you for all these promises. Right. And, and, and without realizing it, we can start, we can make that the central element of, of our, wow. of our walk with God. And it's sneaky. It happens to all of us at some point in the time in our walk with God. And when that, that happens, when you make that central, uh, what God does for me central, as opposed to, just knowing him, yes. uh, we set ourselves up, up for this question big time. And and we start saying, well, God, if you're good, then why am I not healed? God, if you're good, why did I get fired? And and that brings us back to the, the original intent of the gospel was for us to know God. Yes. And interesting enough, whenever we start getting in trials, what do we start doing? We start questioning God's character. Yes. The very thing that we were intended to know, yeah. the very thing we were intended to experience, literally to know what the father's like, to know who, who God is and what he is like. We actually start questioning. That's the first thing we start questioning sometimes. Yeah. Is God good? Is he a good father? And so I, I think first and foremost, I guess I would say today is, is, you know, what's the purpose of the Christian life? The wow. purpose of the Christian life is, is to know God. And, uh, and, but so that I'll say that first and foremost, but, but then there's the reality of just, it, it hurts, you know, sure, going sure. through stuff hurts. Sure. And what, what, what do we do with our pain? And I actually saw something really, really good today. Uh, I wanted to share, um, someone posted this and, uh, uh he, he said this, his name is, uh, is, is, is Carlos. And he said, um, an amazing man of God. He said, Jesus knew 
that Lazarus would rise again whenever, whenever he showed up to the grave, right? But he still wept. Yeah. Yeah. Because embracing pain is not negating faith. It's actually part of being in the likeness of God. Wow. So have hope, but don't deny your emotions. Pay attention to them, feel what you feel, and enjoy the coming resurrection. Wow, that's so Isn't good. that amazing? That is true. That is true. Because when we do go through things, you know, there have been, there are philosophies out there that, you know, you you know, you just, you deny the pain, but you yep. can't deny the pain of a loss of a child. You can't deny the pain of a divorce. You yep. can't deny the pain of I lost a job or my child had a car wreck or I was hurt. You know, there's yep. pain. We yes. live in a fallen world. Yep. Jack. And you know, the thing that I um, have to be reminded of is when, when the Lord created Adam and Eve, he created them with a choice to live for him. Yeah. Everything else was created. The angels, all of them were created. They had no choice. Yeah. We yeah. had a choice and then we, we chose the wrong thing and thus the fall of man. Yes. And of course, Jesus, God sent Jesus yeah. to redeem us. And there are many things that we we have the promise to have everything redeemed, yes. but it does not negate the fact that we live in a fallen world and there are things that happen sometimes and it's not God. It's just part of life. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. I, I went to a, a writer's retreat recently for a bunch of songwriters and Bob Sorge was there. Okay. Uh, if, if you guys haven't heard of Bob Sorge, look him up. His last name is uh, S-O-R-G-E. But he was a, this amazing worship leader uh, in Kansas City uh, in the prophetic movement. Um, and I think maybe like the mid nineties or something like that. He was this up and coming worship leader, but he, he got a node on his, his vocal cords and had to go in for surgery Wow! and they botched the surgery and he, he completely lost his voice. Oh. Not only his singing voice, he, he, he speaks in a constant whisper. Wow. Um, he can actually, he actually can only uh, audibly speak about an hour a day. That's all his vocal cords can handle. And, uh, that happened over 20 years ago. Um, and he, uh, he came to speak to these worship songwriters. Yeah. And so, of course, in the midst of this, God has given him this unbelievable revelation on who God is mm-hmm. in the midst of his suffering. But he said this. He said something amazing. Right before he, he spoke, he said, I'm still believing for my healing. Wow. I'm still believing for my healing. This is a man who understood. He has a revelation that God ha- can use pain to draw us closer to him. We can talk more about that in a little bit but he was still believing for a miracle. Right, right. Because he knew, he knew it was his. It's just a matter of whether he, you know, and, and at the end of the day, we are not God. Yeah, we're not. And, you know, he knows the frailty of who I am. And, you know, I, 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 I hope and pray. I hope I'm never faced with some things that people are faced with. Yes. I pray I'm not. Yes. I can't even imagine what some people go through. But I've been through some horrible pain myself. Yeah. And I just pray that I always understand that God is good and it's the enemy that comes to kill, steal and destroy. Yeah. And, and that, that's the basis. I think we, we have to get right and always remind ourselves of, you know, the Christian life, uh, I say this all the time. It's less about learning and it's more about remembering, um, you know, uh, just constantly bringing ourselves back to the, the basic truths, you yes. know, to, to remember, like you said, that, that, Bad things happen because of sin, because of the fall. And, you know, we have two, two main sources of, of bad things happening to us. The root of the, both of them are sin. Uh, the first one is our own sin, you know, make right. mistakes we've right. made, you right. know, that happens to us and we have to deal with the consequences of those. But so often, uh, this is the second one. It's external circumstances, stuff we couldn't control. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we, we lose a family member to cancer or or we get fired from a job, all, all these different levels of, of suffering, stuff, yeah. stuff we couldn't control. And, um, and, and in the midst of it, I, I think, I think it would do us well to just even go to some scriptures today. And, and cause some of you, you're going through stuff and, and you just need to be reminded what God's saying over you, yes. you today. No, no matter what you're going through, he still has an amazing plan for you. Like Bob Sorge, who's still believing for a healing. Uh, uh, the pain didn't cause him to lose his faith. He's embraced it. He's embraced the suffering. God's transformed him through it, but he's still believing for a miracle. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Because sometimes we just, we, we go either way. Like, oh, it's all about just embracing pain and suffering. 
and then we we don't believe, believe for miracles, miracles anymore. It's both. It's it's both. And so so I, I looked up a few scriptures in preparation for today, and just kind of prayerfully, just going, God, this is a big subject, you know? Yeah, it is a big subject, and, and it's humbling for me. I'm I'm 33. I, I I've I've been through some stuff, you know, but like I said, relative to what a lot of people have experienced. It pales in comparison, but pain is relative, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I said this the other day, you can look at someone and on the outside, it's like, everything looks like it's fine, but sometimes internal pain is the worst. And oh, that, yeah. that's the stuff I've been through. You know, yeah. I've been through depression. I've been through, you know, uh, uh, some low places and it's not fun. No, you it's know, not. it's hard and you have to know the truth yes. in, in the midst of it. And, um, uh, Romans, uh, Romans five, uh, three through five is, is pretty, is a pretty incredible, incredible verse. It talks about how, how pain and suffering actually leads to hope. Uh, it, it, it says this, it says more than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, rejoice in them. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Like mm-hmm. knowing that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, character produces hope. Yes. And hope does not put us to shame or doesn't disappoint because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit wow. who has been given us. Wow. That's crazy. That so it's is. like this chain of events. It's, it's endurance, right? It produces endurance. Then it produces character. And then it produces hope. Like, I get the first two. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, pain totally produces endurance. It's like, uh, you know, it, it, sure. it makes you stronger, that whole thing. That totally makes sense to me, to my, my brain. Then the, it produces character. That totally makes sense to my brain, sure. too. Okay? Sure. It produces moral fiber. It helps us. But produces hope, like what? Yeah. Why, it, why would work? suffering produce hope? Yeah. It's like so often hope for us means things are going to change. You know, uh, uh, good things are coming, and the Bible here tells us that suffering actually produces hope. Like that's crazy, and so so obviously hope means means something more than just what we think. Yeah. 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 So hope it hope is an eager expectation for things to change for for God to to break through in our lives. Absolutely, but it's also something deeper than that. Hope comes from knowing God. Yeah. Hope comes from intimacy with God. And so suffering has this, has this unique ability to draw us closer, closer to God than any other thing can. And, and I don't understand it, uh, but God uses it. Uh, uh, in these seasons of suffering, he doesn't send suffering. Uh, as we know, sin sends suffering. Either our own sin or the sin of others sends suffering to us. But God uses those moments to draw us closer to him. Uh, uh, um, um, you know, God, God can speak to us in, in our pleasures. And C.S. Lewis said this, you know, if you've ever been on a vacation, you know, um, you're, you're on the beach and everything's comfortable and everything's right, great. You're right. like, you're looking at the water and you're like, oh God, you're just so good. You're perfect. You're so wonderful, you know? And, and so we, we experience God in our pleasures, sure. right? But, but, you know, uh, oftentimes we forget God in our pleasures, you know, yeah. uh, we get comfortable and, you know, say, say on a vacation, you're going out to eat and you're having fun. And a lot of times you just, you just get wrapped up in, in the, in the and comfort. having fun, right? C.S. Lewis says this, he says, we can ignore even pleasure, but pain insists upon being attended to. He said, God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our conscience, but shouts in our pains. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. Pain is unmasked, unmistakable evil. Every man knows something is wrong when he is being hurt. Wow. So he says, God whispers to us in our pleasures. He speaks to us in our conscience, but he, sh- he, shouts, he shouts to us in our, our pain. pain. And, and, and it's, it's pain. God uses pain to get our attention yeah. and as an opportunity for our gaze to return to yeah. him. Yeah, he doesn't cause pain. Nope. But he will use it to draw us nigh unto him and he will turn it for our good. I remember uh, one of the things that your mother and I went through is, you know, my mother and daddy were alcoholics for many years and then they sobered up for decades. And then uh, my father died and my mother was extremely sad. Yeah. And she started drinking again. And Cindy and I were in our late twenties and early thirties. And I remember watching her just, kill herself, basically kill herself. I mean, she was just drinking and spending all of her money. And mother was a very smart woman, but she just was just making really bad choices. And we were watching her. And then eventually she sobered up. She went back and sobered up and then had a car. And then after she sobered up, after she sobered up and she was doing well, she has a car wreck 
someone hits her, not her fault, they yeah. sideswipe her. And then when they tested her blood, no alcohol in it. So she was sober. She was actually headed to an AA meeting and she's, she's put in the hospital and three months later she dies. Yeah. And, and who has an answer for that? No, I don't have an answer for that. I remember saying, okay, God, she finally sobered up. You know, she, she was finally getting hope. And one day the Lord whispered to me, and I, I know this is not easy for a lot of people to hear, but he whispered this to me. It's appointed unto every man, yes. a time to be born and a time to die. Yes. It's, it's every one of our appointment. And, and, you know, it was hard. Mother was still young. Uh, we needed our mother. My dad yes. was gone. Yes. You kids loved mother. She was, but you know, it's appointed. Yes. We all have an appointment with life an appointment with death. And then there's things that happen. Sometimes we don't have answers for, and I just finally had to concede that I don't have the answer for yes. this, yes. but I trust that God loves me. And I trust that he loved my mother. And I don't know if he saw down the road that mother would, would, eventually succumb to it again. I don't know what he saw. I don't know why he made that. You know, he allowed her to slip into eternity. God didn't cause the wreck to happen, but it happened. And so, um, I I, I think, I think a lot of our questions come from trying to, um, we, we want to wrap our brains around, okay. God's goodness and pain all at once. And we were never meant to wrap our brains around that, Uh, um, you know, and, and it's, it's like, it's like trying to, you know, trying to like like understand predestination and, and uh, uh, God's sovereignty and our free will. Like some of it, we don't, it's like trying to understand time travel. You know, you're not, you're not going to understand it, but, but, but what what we have been promised to understand is God's character. What is very clear to us is God's character throughout the Bible. He is absolutely 100% good. He's not only absolutely 100% good, he's also omniscient. He knows everything. He literally, uh, we, we have this small little sliver of our experience and knowledge. He knows it all. Like you said, he understands the whole picture. And so just once again, like in that pain, weep, cry, God, God's with you. Jesus wept. You know, he, he it's important. Yes. Let that pain draw you closer to God. Yes. And, 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 and there, there will be, there will be a time where there's healing and life and joy. You know, there, there is hope at the end of it. You know, I can remember uh, Jonah being a little kid and he was at the house and he wasn't watching what he was doing. And I, he nearly got hit by a car. I mean, yeah. he was, he, he wasn't listening to me. He was running and, and if you would have been looking at me from this direction, I mean, I whipped Jonah. I like yeah, yeah. lost my temper and whipped Jonah because I was scared. Yeah, you know? yeah. But if you'd have been looking at me from this direction, you would have just thought something's wrong with her. I yeah, mean, yeah. But if you were looking from that direction, you you'd realize that. that there was a car coming. Yeah. And and I was trying to save my grandson. Yes. And I was also trying to teach him a lesson that yeah. you had to listen to me, Mom, when she says, "Don't run out in, yeah. in the street." My point is there's things that we see that we don't understand. And if we just look at it for what it is, it can seem like that God is evil. Yeah. Or that God is mad at us or that God is not perfect. Yeah. But we don't see the picture. Yeah. Like he said, we're not God. We're not God. I didn't see the total picture for my mother. Um, I, I didn't see it, but I understand now probably clearer than I ever did that I don't think my mother would have ever been happy the way she needed to be and, and could have maintained. God took her to heaven when she was ready. She was ready. He understands it all. And yes, we missed her. And yes, it was sad. And yes, there's something, something, but she was ready to meet her savior. And maybe he saw down the road that there would be a part, uh, a time that she would, she would fall back into that pain and he was trying to save her. I don't know, but I'm just saying we don't always understand because we don't see, we're not God and we don't see from God's perspective. Yeah. Well, and and, and it's so easy, you know, Job obviously is, is a, is a case study in this, you know, I mean, and, and, um, you know, in Job 38, finally God just breaks in and says, has to just call him on the carpet, you know, and say, stop, stop questioning me. You know, where were you when I, when I framed the heavens, where were you when I made the earth? And, and, you know, uh, uh, Robert Morris pointed out in his free indeed series that, that, that Job had, had spiritual pride, 
uh, there's actually there's actually verses where where Job says that you know I I, I am righteous. I, I haven't done anything wrong. It's like really, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. You, you're a good man. Yes, you, you walk right before the Lord, but really, you're perfect. You know, only Jesus was perfect. Right. And right. so there's hints of this this pride there, even as good as Job was. And a lot of us we can have that pride in our hearts against God, going like God, like you know dictating to God. And it's all about just, just going like, don't, don't, don't fight him. Don't try to punch him. Just go in. He's a father yeah. that wants to embrace you and, and love you. And I, I think another thing that helps too, and has helped me when I, when I've had low days, when I've had dark days that of just, of it's perspective, you know, uh, like, like you said, mm-hmm. you know, with Mimo, and it was Romans eight eighteen. it says, you know, Paul said for, I, I consider the pre- present sufferings of this, this, the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that yeah. is to, to be revealed in us. One day, our culture, our Christian culture, modern Christian culture, has lost to a large degree the expectation for heaven. Uh, compared to previous generations, now we have books about heaven. You go to Barnes and Noble, there's a little section, and we yeah. and we have these cute books about heaven, and they're great. But it. it in our churches, in our daily life. Well, and there's been doctrines and teaching, and there's parts of this that are true, mm-hmm. where it teaches that we're... Escapism. We, yeah, we're, we're, we're supposed to have heaven here, too. Absolutely. We're supposed to have heaven here. And I, I agree with that. We bring the kingdom of God. We believe for the kingdom of God. But we do not live in heaven. <laughs> no, no. We, 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 we live on earth. We live and, on earth. Yeah. And it's a fallen planet, and things happen that are not good. And and if anybody wants to say different, they're lying. I mean, we live on a fallen earth. Now, yes, is there elements of heaven that God has brought into my life and redeemed me? Absolutely. Yeah, he wants to do it every day. Yeah. Absolutely. Every day. I have seen redemption and heaven come in so many areas of my life, but it does not negate the fact I, I, I remember, um, I can't remember the preacher's name, Perry Stone, I think. He was talking about, and I wish I could remember exactly the context he said it in, but he was talking about um, God watching over us and protecting us and angels being sent. And then us just being stupid and like tempting God all the time. And yeah. he talked about this friend of his who was, a who was a preacher and he was a, but he was always driving very fast and very unsafe. Wow. And God had saved him a couple of different times. And basically he ends up driving really unsafe again yeah. and he has a car wreck. I mean, we still have a free will. I mean, yeah. I can remember the Lord telling me, put down your phone in the car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of your phone, Callie. Uh, Cause he's trying to save me from making a mistake and, or from something happening to me. And, you know, so there is that element of yes, God will protect us, but we also have to be wise. Yeah. Absolutely. And listen to the Holy Spirit. And then there's sometimes things happen that have nothing to do with us, yeah, absolutely. have nothing to do it's with our the, wisdom, have nothing to do with, it's just some freak, something that happened. Yeah. Whatever it is, God is still good. Yeah. He's still good. And um, he can take that pain and he can turn it and use it for good even because there are people all around us in pain. And if we never go through pain as Christians and filter through it with the Holy spirit, how are we supposed to help a dying world with pain? Well, and, and, and the ultimate example, that was Jesus, right? You know, um, uh, you know, there's uh, Timothy Keller. He's an amazing, like apologist. He's always going to like these colleges and defending the faith in front of atheists and stuff. And of course, all the classic question he always gets, you know, if God is good, you know, why would he, either uh, why would he allow suffering, you know? And, uh, you know, it's the first question he always gets. And his answer to this is, is amazing. He said, he said, our God, you know, compared to all the other gods of other religions and stuff, our, our God is the only God who came and suffered along with us, you wow, know? Wow, that's awesome. And, and he said, he said, do I have an answer for why all the bad things happen? He said, no. He said, but, but I, I, I know, I know the reason, I know one reason that, 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 I know why it's not, you know, and he said, it's this, it's, it's that I know what it can't be. I'm sorry. He said, I know what it can't be. It can't be because he's not good. Right. Right. Because he proved that he was good by coming. Right. He proved that he was good by dying on the cross for us. And so knowing that Jesus, he experienced our sufferings. Yeah. He wept as we wept. And and so he's with you, you know, and, and, and we, 
we can't lose sight of the fact. And I think charismatics, I think this is an important message for us right now in this season, mm-hmm. because if, if you're, if you're growing up charismatic or, or in the word of faith movement, you know, without a shadow of a doubt that God wants to heal. Right. He sure. wants to do miracles. And a lot of times we don't see that happen. We believe for it. We don't see it happen. So do we throw that out or do we accept it? And, and, and God also has a, a, a purpose for pain. We have to be able to hold those both together. It seems like a contradiction, but it's yeah. not. And so, so there's, we, we keep believing for healing. We keep yes. believing for miracles and we're going to see them. And we see them all the time. We're getting testimonies every week yes. in our church of God doing amazing things. God, God wants to blow our minds with the miraculous yes. and provision. But in the midst of that journey, when it doesn't happen, uh, we're, we're there's another opportunity to know him more. That's it. You know, miracles reveal God's nature and, and, and pain and suffering uh, push us closer to God and reveal, yeah. you know, it reveals. It's too. like the great equalizer. I mean, it really is the great equalizer. It has been in my life. There have been extreme mountaintops and extreme lows, but um, it's like you said, I've always been thankful to God on the mountaintops, but there is nothing like when I have been in the valley uh, it has brought such a uh, balance to my life and my yeah. perspective because I truly need God in every area of my life. And I don't always understand everything, but I know he's real. I know he delivered me. Yes. I know he's answered way more of my prayers than, than he hasn't answered. I know that I can depend on him and I know that all things work together for my good. I may not understand it. It may not feel like it's for my good, but all things work together. And, um, uh, not because what happened was good, but because God loves me and God he'll turn good. things to make me somehow better and yeah. closer to him. Uh, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. No doubt that comes from the enemy. But yes. God can take our pain if we will surrender to it. The key is me surrendering my pain to him and saying, God, I need you to heal me. I need you to deliver me. I need you to show me. Uh, your glory. I need you to somehow give me perspective and insight uh, in the midst of all of this. Yeah. And I, w- once again, I think this is massively important. Uh, it's to remind ourselves of eternal perspective. You know, when I, when I get before God, before the throne of God one day, and I have to stand before him, you know, I don't think my first line of questioning is going to be, God, why this, this, and this? No, I I think my greatest hope is going to be, did I become the kind of person you, you wanted me to become? Yes, yes. Did, did, was Christ uh, uh, revealed to me? Was a character of Christ formed in me? That's going to be it. Yeah. That, that's the goal, you know? And, and so it's having an eternal perspective. I, I think that would do well. Paul, Paul suffered uh, more than any preacher has ever suffered. Uh, and and uh, this, the, the intense suffering he experienced. And you, you'll read his writings and it's, it's, it's full of such joy and such hope. He's never just commiserates and just complains. You know, he talks about the suffering, but it's always like in this eternal perspective going like, man, like this is bad. This hurts, but something's coming. That's amazing. Yes. Something's coming. That's incredible. And so, uh, you know, it, it's an opportunity to talk about uh, our eternal promise that we have, you know, and we're, we get to experience it here right now uh, to a certain degree. But man, it's coming. A day is coming when everything is going to be made right. There is going to be no cancer. There is going to be no, uh, uh, you know, hatred or, or, or violence. And it's coming. And so we're to look eagerly. We're, we're to display it right now while we're here as much as possible, you know, uh, and, and look unto it expectantly. You know, I, one of the things that I pray that I leave for my children uh, there's a, you know, a lot of things, you know, I've experienced a lot of highs, high, extremely blessed, extreme blessings with my kids and, you know, you, you, you yeah. kids, your, your, mine and your mama's kids. But one of the things that I want to leave for my children is I want them to be able to look back and say, my mama served God in the best and the worst times that she never gave up. She never quit. And she always served God. Yeah. And because they're going to, our kids, our grandchildren, my great grandchildren, they're watching us. They're wa- and they're going to face things. Yeah. They're going to face things. So if they can look back and see that, you know, something happened that was terrible, but she persevered, her faith persevered, her love for Jesus persevered. And, you know, we, 
I get concerned, Jack, that the that the first world Christianity and real Christianity is not the same. It it's not, you know, and and um, I, 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 at this writers retreat I went to, there was a writer who had went to China. It's actually Stuart Townsend. He wrote "In Christ Alone," this amazing uh-huh. modern hymn. But he went to the church in China and uh, uh, the underground church, and they're just suffering like crazy. We, we we can't even imagine the suffering they're going through, the persecution. And he asked them. He said, he said, uh, he said, what songs do you guys sing uh, on your Sunday morning services? And they said, well, you know, uh, we usually sing the American stuff or, or the Western stuff. And he goes, well, what what's what topics do you usually sing about? He said, we usually sing about suffering. And Stuart left it going like scratching his head, like how backward is that? He said, the Chinese church are singing our songs that we've written about suffering. <laughs> we should be singing the songs they've written about suffering. Oh my God. Because oh, they, no. they really, really, they really understand know. suffering. And so, so I, I think also having that perspective, it also goes back to of just reminding ourselves how blessed we are. Yes. You know, that yes. God understands you're going through stuff. It's real. But, but giving yourself that perspective of going, man, like, I have it way better than so many people in the world and, and having that gratefulness, you know, uh, uh, first Thessalonians five, eight says it very clearly. He says, give thanks in all circumstances wow. for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. There's no ifs, ands or buts about that. It's very clear. And everything you go th- through, thank God. Yeah. Like well, that's crazy. One of the, uh, one of the things that I'm faced with a lot of times when I'm trying to help people is, uh, people that have, you know, lost family members through depression, maybe yes. suicide or, you know, through dep- maybe drinking or overdosing. And, uh, you know, I just want to encourage you today yes. that, that, um, you know, if someone gets diagnosed with cancer and they die, we understand that cancer killed them. Yes. But we know that God, if they love Jesus, they were saved. Yes. Uh, we cannot put everybody in one box and say, you're going to go to heaven here. You're going to, I don't understand suicide. I, I I don't, there's no way unless you have struggled with that. But I do know that it's, it's a disease like anything else. Yes. When you're, when you're suffering with some sort of mental illness and that God loves them and that they may have made a temporary decision that, that was terrible. But if they had a faith in Jesus, I just believe that Jesus well, yeah. have mercy on them. I, I, you know, th- th- this is huge. And this is, this is something I get worked up about. <laughs> I get kind of, mer- because I, I think um, we look on the outward. And I talked about this on Sunday. You know, we, we go, oh, she is, she's, you know, cranky and, and you know, has this bad attitude or whatever. And she says she's a Christian. And this guy is smiling all the time and nice. And in, okay, okay, yeah, absolutely. We, we, we can make that judgment to a certain degree of going, she needs to improve her attitude. Oh, that, that guy has a great attitude, but based on the outside, we don't know what's going on in their heart. No. And, and, and C.S. Lewis actually talks about this in mere Christianity. He says, he says, God, once again, back to God, knowing everything, he knows how every person was designed. You know, so, some people just have good genetics. You know what I mean? Right. They're just, right. they're happy all the like time. Like your dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My dad was just born like this, this servant. He was born a saint. Amazing. You know, so I, I, I naturally like, I'm an empathetic person. Mm-hmm. I have a natural empathy for people. Mm-hmm. So I get really, really frustrated and sometimes real judgy when I don't see people have empathy. Mm-hmm. But, but, but a lot of times, you know, I need to have humility and just go, no, like that's a gift from God that God's given. Sure, sure. And, and, and so understanding first and foremost, that not judging people on the outside of, uh, and going like the thing that matters is this thing we can't see. And it is their inward choice for God. It is their inward yes for God that, that, that they're making. And someone struggling with depression, someone uh, uh, who's taken their life, we don't know what was going on in their hearts. No. God l- literally knows what was going on yes, in their hearts. Yes. And, and, and so, so uh, no matter what's going on, on the outside, um, and this also gives us compassion for people who are going through pain, right, right. you know, um, and, and, and not judging people. If someone's cranky with you one day, not, not, not going like, Oh man, they're just, they're just a mess. Right. No, wait, well, what are they, what are they going what are, through? Yeah. What are they suffering? Yeah. And, and really, and, 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 uh, having some humility and compassion with other people and, and, um, believing the best in them, you know? Well, what where are we at with our time? Okay. I want to take a little time here and, um, just pray for you. Um, 
Lord, I just, I don't know who all is listening today, yes, but you God. know who's listening on yes. BPN radio. You know who is listening on Facebook Live. That is, you know, the people that have suffered immense pain. And I ask you, Lord, to send your comforter. Yes. Send God. the Holy Spirit to comfort them. And we just thank you, Lord, yes. for sending angels to minister to them. And uh, we thank you, Lord, that we are going to trust you with the wise because we don't we don't have answers to wise. I I wish I had all answers. I have answers to a lot of things, but there's a lot I don't have answers yes. to. But God, we give you our why. Yes. We give you our why, and we trust you today. And I just thank you, Lord, for just touching your people and strengthening them and comforting them and healing them. And God, I thank you for setting them on a course of healing and wholeness and trust. I thank you, God, that we are learning that you are good and you can be trusted with every area of our life. And even in our darkest pain, you are the light that shines on us and gives us direction. And I just declare the direction of the Lord and the light of the Lord over my brothers and sisters today, whether they've lost a child or they've been lost a family member or they've lost jobs or they've lost businesses or they've been through divorces or their children have went astray or maybe they're struggling with depression or a physical illness or there's a, there's a, a, a multitude of things that can bring us pain, but God, I just declare your healing power. I believe you yes. are the healer yes, you are. and I believe you are the hope giver. And I believe that you are the deliverer and you have delivered me way more than, than, than the times of sadness and pain. And I yes, just thank God. you, Lord, that you are delivering your people. As I'm praying today, you are delivering your people. You're delivering yes. them with faith. You're delivering yes. them with hope. You're, you're saturating their their life with your light god and we just speak light over them even in the darkest places that you will shine your light over them Jack, yes you god. Pray? god i thank you lord you are the deliverer god all throughout the bible father you, you've shown us that you you deliver us out of of these circumstances you are the deliverer so i thank you right now first and foremost that you are moving in these people's lives. I do thank you, God, for healing. I thank you for mental and physical healing, God, uh, for, for, for sickness and pain, God, for depression, God, all of it, uh, those chains to be broken. Yes. I thank you for clouds to lift, yes. God. I pray for healing of hearts, yes. God, that, that, that have just been through the yes. ringer, Lord, yes. that you do restore. You yes. actually make them better than before, God. So I pray for hope right now, God. If yes, there's anyone Lord. feeling hopeless, God, like, oh, things are never going to change or or I'm always going to be this way. God, that is a lie from the enemy. I thank you, God, that you have a plan, a perfect, amazing plan for their lives, God. And you are so good. So I thank you right now, Holy Spirit, that you're surrounding them and moving, whether they're in their car or their house right now, let them feel your presence. I pray that they would feel your hope, God, in your life. God, in the midst of this this season, God, uh, uh, in the midst of pain, God, that they would run to you, God, and know that you are so good, God, that you, you love them more than they can imagine, Lord. And I pray that they would know you more in the midst of the suffering, in the midst of this pain, God, that you would turn it against the enemy, turn it against the evil one, God, and raise them up, God, uh, to display your love in Jesus' name. I heard by the Holy Ghost that there's somebody by the name of Melissa or Missy uh, that has been suffering uh, emotionally, and God is healing you right now. Yes, God. God is healing you right now. Maybe you're on BPN radio or you're watching live. I don't know. I heard Missy or Melissa. Yes. God. God is healing you right now. And the uh, pain that you've been going through emotionally, God is literally saturating you with his love and he's healing you right now. Yes, God. In Jesus name. In Jesus name.
I want to um, encourage you. We are getting ready to have a worship conference in October. Jack, will you talk a little bit about our worship conference? Yes. Um, uh, we're, we're so excited about it as a church. I, I think, you know, even what we're talking about today, you know, we, we always need, we need those moments where God breathes life into us, yes. refreshes us. We just get tired, you sure. know? And so I think this is going to be really that moment for a lot of people. So October 11th through 13th, we're having this worship conference called Fill This House. Okay. And uh, we're going to have some amazing speakers. Uh, um, um, Leland's going to be here leading worship, our whole team. Uh, uh, we have Michael W. Smith uh, video conferencing in to do a, 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 he's going to do an amazing talk on, on, on worship and wow. on what he, where wow. he calls the churches. Malcolm DuPlessis, who's an incredible uh, my friend Dustin Smith, he's video conferencing in. We have, we'll have live speakers. It's, it's going to be wonderful. I, I, it's really going to be a time of refreshing for a lot of people. So I encourage you to get there. Uh, um, you don't have to be a worship leader. Uh, if you are just someone who loves Jesus, um, you just need to be here because the teaching is going to be incredible as well uh, on the gospel. So um, uh, it's, it's, it's right now the early birds happening and, until, until mid August, Okay. Uh, the full registration is 99 99, which is pretty amazing because it's, it's two and a half day. Yeah. And that includes conference. food and everything. yeah, and include, includes food. So, but the early bird is 69.99. You can register right now. So you can go to uh colbaytown.com forward slash fill this house. I want to say that a lot of the people that came two years ago said that it was an encounter and a time. Not only did they learn a lot about music, we're going to have new songs. You're going to experience songwriting. There's got a lot of things that, that are going to be life changing and a real blessing. But many said that they left with prophetic words and an encounter with God yeah. that changed their lives. So uh, we will post, I will post uh, the link for this on my Facebook Live right after this is through. And then also I want to invite you out to our women's conference, which is going to be um, November 16th and 17th. I've got amazing speakers coming in. Uh, it's a two-day, it's a Friday night and an all-day awesome. Saturday. And uh, I'll be posting that as well. Uh, and I'm going to also be having a lot of those speakers on uh, BPN Live, um, BPN Radio and Facebook Live so that you can get to know them and and uh, get a glimpse of what we're going to be having with our women's conference as well. So our worship conference is in October uh, 11th, 12th. Uh, October 11th through 13th. 11th through 13th. And then our women's conference is in November, and that is the 16th and 17th. Yes. We'll see you next week. We love you so much. God bless you, and uh, have a wonderful day. Thank you, guys.
believe. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess. Amen. For the past hour, you've been listening to The Warrior's Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves as your host. For more information concerning this program, go to bpnradio.com.